Welcome to Joyfield and Jesus Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real life stories and practical tools that not only let you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you were created to be. We are in a new series called Struggling to Be Joyfield and Jesus Led where you're invited into conversations between me and my husband, Matt Daniels, where we explore some of these issues that can confuse me or even enrage me. These conversations are completely unplanned, where I show up with whatever's bothering me, explain the situation, and then ask Matt to help me make sense of what's going on. Matt's my sounding board. He is a highly intelligent man with an incredible capacity for both empathy and systemic thinking. I find these conversations thought-provoking, enlightening and insightful. I hope you do as well. Without further ado, I give you this week's struggling to stay joy-fueled and Jesus-led. I hope you enjoy. Absolutely astounding. So, so teal, so, okay, so if postmodern is that green, yeah. What's teal? Is it post postmodern? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of jokingly. It? Yeah, it is. It's it is a it is a post postmodern, okay. um, which is you know I think it's reason to be thankful because some of the excesses of green that yeah. make you really scratch your yes. head. You're like, oh, yes. yeah. So green is not the end. Like postmodernism exactly. isn't the end of the show. Exactly. And, and so and also we don't have to just you know revert back to well, that was a silly thought experiment. Let's, you know, let's right. throw that out the window and back into right. our blue and orange paradigms. Right. Well, let's, you know, Which it's actually, like, sorry, we just watched The Village recently. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what the people M. Night in the Shyamalan, did. right. Yep. They hit up against some green. And orange saw the, and green, yeah. saw the worst of it. Yeah. And then they withdrew into the woods and created their blue which was system, a very, right? which ironically was a very green thing for them to do, but um, you know, but that's yeah, that's another that's another film analysis. Sorry. Uh, um, oh, we just watched that with our kids, so, yeah. so we didn't just get around to seeing that movie right. for the first that's time. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and so uh, yeah, so when Jesus says, "I didn't come to abolish the law; I came to I came to fulfill the law," I think that is such a beautiful expression of of a concept that people will talk about today of, of transcending and including. Mm-hmm. And so you work through a stage and you really let that stage do its work in you. And, uh, and then you move through it. If you're growing and you're healthy, you know, um, I think the, uh, the spirit of God, um, is pulling everything forward. You know, I yeah. think you're looking at the ultimate yeah. redemption you know, of, of, uh, of God's heart through all of creation. And so there's mm. a, there's built into the genetic structure, even though we are broken and sinful and fundamentally flawed, uh, the image of God is alive and active throughout all of creation. And that pulls, that pulls the whole project mm. forward. Mm. And, you know, there's a cause for great, great hope. Um, yeah. so, and I'm just going to say Luke 10, you know, for the most part, a lot of us live or, or, uh, embody a lot of teal energy doesn't mean we're always there yeah because you know in any given moment we could get triggered into fear and pull back to something else but yep. but we do try you know to live in a more teal space we've got people in Luke 10 who are from all different Christian backgrounds right you know some are very rules-based still and some are in institutional churches and some are you know house church planting yeah. and, uh, doing church planting elsewhere and uh, and very teal-like, somewhere in Muslim countries where they're so teal 
they've reverted all the way back to the red stage so that they can embed right. in that culture yep. to, to win some for Christ, right? Like right. Paul said, you know, I've become all things to all yeah. people. The yeah. only way you can become all things to all people is because you're in a teal paradigm. Right. And you honor each one of those stages when you need to and how you need to. But it's not easy, especially if you're getting triggered by different stages, right? That, that just shows there's work to be done, you know? Yeah. So if I'm somebody's listening to us, I'm going to be thinking this was a big bait and switch that you promised you were going to talk I about know. Thanksgiving. Okay, let's do it. Thanksgiving. We got five more minutes. Spiral, <laughs> spiral <laughs> I mean, we didn't know this was going to happen, everyone. But you I'm sure, us. I you hope you enjoyed the... a nice conversation on spiral dynamics. But how does that? What is that for Thanksgiving? Yeah, man? no, I think it's great. So we go back to saying thank you. So I think that <clears throat> when people are have this sort of red, uh, primitive energy active in them there's some resistance towards saying thank you for uh or, and we can or, say when we have it when right? we have maybe, right, maybe all have. of us have it sometimes yeah so, so i'm going to do two things with uh thank you uh-huh. from a red point of view yeah. um i am either going to well maybe a couple things one i'm going to be like i don't have to do that i don't have to do that because oh, whatever i get okay. i'm entitled to you know like you wow. see like i am the center of the universe everybody oh. owes me and okay. Why in the world would I say thank you? Everyone ought to be saying thank you to me. <laughs> so that's one thing that how red would approach. Okay, uh, okay. Say. And um, or uh, this red energy again, this this uh, reaction to red inside me is I've been manipulative in the past. Um, okay. And so wow. I am not going to play that game. I'm not going to fall into the trap of controlling people because I know mm. people feel really good when they get a thank you card. And I'm just not going to play that. I'm not going to play that game. And I don't want them to control me. So if yeah. they're if they're giving me a yep. gift just to get a thank you, forget it. They're yeah. not going to control me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. a lot of that impulsive uh, red energy. Or, um, you know, the converse can be true. There's somebody that's like, let's write the thank you cards because that keeps everybody under my control. Like, I'm going to mm. give them a little piece of daddy because, wow. you know, daddy knows best. And so it's like, you know, you, you, you get a sense of, you know, these people are an extension of me and uh, I need to reinforce their tribal loyalty. Mm. Uh, or not a tribal loyalty, but loyalty wow. to me as a person. And so when I write that letter, I'm almost feeling inside like, yeah, these people are going to feel so good when they get this because... Wow. Look how generous with me and my spirit I'm being. And, That's really uh, sad. <laughs> I mean, I, I would never get a thank you from someone and assume that that's happening. But there are lots of people out there yeah. that get thank yous and assume and project right. all kinds of intent on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the giver of yeah. the thank you. And yeah. I'm like, that's what's so scary. That's what can yeah. demobilize somebody yeah. because I don't want people to yeah. misinterpret yeah. my motives yeah. for writing a yeah. thank you. But but my personality, it would never occur to me that they would misinterpret right. my motives because right. I don't miss, I don't, yeah. I don't ever, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. Right. So I don't understand personalities. I know yeah. there are more fear-based personalities, <laughs> right? Yep. Like do question people's motives. Um, part yeah. of me goes, well, they must have questionable motives if they're, <laughs> right, right, yeah. if they're questioning so the, uh, other people's motives. The uh, 12-step lore says if you, if you spot it, you got it. Yeah. The, uh... So that, that breaks my heart, though, because yeah. now but I'm, like, true. scared to write a thank you because what if someone thinks that I'm doing that? That's terrible. Okay. Yeah, ahead, yeah transcend and include. You become aware Woo. of it and you get present with it and you, you know. So I, I love blue when it comes to saying thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they just do it. They're just <laughs> they so do simple. it. They don't think much about it. It's the right thing it's to do. It's the right do. thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's what no you do. There's no internal war at all. So simple. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. Man, you don't have to. This is a good thing. We're gonna analyze do it. it. I mean, the thing that can be that can happen to Blue is like if a week has gone by and they haven't said their thank you by a certain date. They feel guilty. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's another bad thing, though. They expect everyone else to do it, too. If typically. people don't send so them a thank you card. So if someone doesn't send them a thank you, man, they're holding a the grudge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I mean, let's just take it to the point of view of a nonprofit and a donor, where if a, if a donor, you know, sometimes like, oh, well, we're losing donors because they don't feel appreciated, which yeah. is very green, right? Like, people yeah. are like... Did you see me? Did you recognize my feelings? Did oh, you see my that, heart? Now that's interesting too. I think you lose donors because oh they're like, well, if they're not the kind of person that would send a thank you, then what else are they being irresponsible with right. inside the organization? Right. And that would be more of a blue kind of yeah. donor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. Whereas if, if I'm functioning from maybe, I'm trying to get the stages, an amber, I mean an orange. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, they're given to the cause. That should be reward enough. Why should I have to thank them? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, I mean, if they looked at the metrics, yeah. if they yes. looked at the metrics, you know, that's they would see yeah. that they're actually buying human change. The fact that know? they're impacting the world is their reward. Yeah, yeah. So why should I have to personally yeah. thank them? So the now impact so, should thank them enough. Okay. So now let's get back to Blue. And I Man. think this is the, the, the household stuff where it's really useful with your kids. Okay. And I love it when I see um, there's... I won't, I won't name names, but it's a positive thing <laughs> that uh, our daughter Anne has one friend you in particular. You said you were going to name names. No, well, she's the oh. recipient of this. Oh, okay, okay. That oh, yeah. every year she got a handwritten thank you card, and you'd, yeah. you'd watch the handwriting improve as the years went by. <laughs> but from the time she was six, this one person yeah. always sent a thank you card. Yeah, because her mom functions in, <laughs> in, in that, that blue paradigm. blue paradigm. Yeah, um, man, they had to do it. You know, but it's, uh, but you know, so, but it's great. So I think Blue just does it. And I think that it is important, whatever yeah. your cultural practices are with your kids, to not be like, because it can be like, well, I don't want to be rules-based. Exactly. And I don't want to traumatize yeah, them by yeah. making them. Yeah, exactly. Right, thank you, But cars. Teal says, you know what? They have to have some rules yeah. first. Yep. And we give them the rule that you will write a thank you or you don't get computer time. Yes. And as they do that for exactly. six to eight years... They eventually start to feel it, yeah. and they eventually, hopefully, move into love. You meet them where they and are, and they realize that whatever the their culture looks like, in. they will thank people with their culture, right? Because it might which be which is different. why you don't, you know, you don't outgrow red, you don't outgrow blue, you don't outgrow orange. They're in there to be active when they need to be, and hopefully, they'll know when they're adults. You know what, my mamma. The culture of my mamma was to get a card, so I'm going to write her a thank you. But the culture of my peers is to just receive a text. Yeah. So I'm going to text them. So right. that breaks through the rules yep. into love. Yeah. And being able to adjust your Thanksgiving, how you do yeah. it, yeah. based on the need and the paradigm yep. Yep. that the people are in to some so degree. So orange, real quick, we're going to wrap it up. Orange says thank you because they know it works, not because it's the right thing to do. So but that's a manipulative stage. Well. <laughs> Depends on what lens you look through it. I mean, I think you can. If if you're doing, if you're including your blue, you know, stage. Okay. Then you're not manipulating, but you're also not ignoring the fact that it's you effective. Know, it's effective, it you is know, effective. and um, and I think even. You know, the orange in other people. It's effective as long as the people aren't negatively interpreting. I will you. use. I will use. I will shamelessly use my own mom for uh, for for this. 
because she does both these things at the same time. She knows they're the right thing to do. Yeah. And she feels appreciated. And she says, kids that write thank you gifts yeah. get more gifts from grandma. It's yeah. the right thank you yeah. notes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like a sense of like. And I love that because she's training them. Right. She's training them. You know, yeah. it, where we have failed to some degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't, you're like, okay, if it's only transactional, you know, bad. You know, mm-hmm. but if it's at a, at least at a bare minimum baseline transactional, right, right. then people still feel like, okay, you have completed the cycle, the cultural cycle of reciprocity <laughs> in the culture and time in which you were born, you know, and, oh uh, and, and that's what it works. I think the people that come up with the statistics that say, hey, organizations that write thank yous um, consistently keep donors, get donors. And so the nice thing is a metric but here's what happens if you really do actually sit down to say, oh, that metric works. Let's do this thing. And you really give yourself to it. Then following a metric actually pushes you toward your heart. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay, if I take the time to stop and write this, quote, unquote, because it works, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go, oh, It okay. only works if I actually engage my heart. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does work. Apparently, yeah. people don't engage wow. their heart, you know. Wow. But I think it, it, you know, it can. So that's, you know, that's orange. Um, wow. Orange thing. So it's starting to rain. We're outside. So I don't know. We want to. We can wrap it up. But where yeah. are we? Are you all the way to teal yet? Green? Well, we haven't gone through green. So thanks Thanksgiving and green. Um, yeah, I got I to do some more thinking about that. I mean, I think green are the people that say, you know, like, um, I want to blow apart cultural norm. On the one hand, on the mm-hmm. dark side, you know, I'm not going to be bound by cultural norms. That's uh, that. That. that Thank you cards was invented by the patriarchy. You know, I'm not wow. going to, you know, it's a way to subjugate, you know, you're subjugating people because if you're receiving gifts, that means they have more resources than you have. And so gift giving is, is all about reinforcing hierarchical structures. So I'm not. So they're going to tell you to give to a charity instead of give to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the other thing green will do is green will write thank yous for Everything no specific anything. reason exactly. at no specific time. Yes. You know, they'll I was going to say that I, I tend to get wonderfully beautiful cards from my friends who, who are more in that paradigm, um, just random, or yeah. maybe my birthday, you know, real acts of kindness and gratitude from them. Yeah. But it's not necessarily connected to a gift right. I've given them. And inside, inside them, there might be a little bit of like, there's like an allergy inside green toward, you know, toward doing things the way you're supposed to do it. So it's almost like they could intentionally not do something on your birthday or not do something when they're supposed to, you know, but they're still going to do, do it. But do it later. Yeah, you know, because they're working on it. And so That's so funny. And so, Teal tries to look at, I want to thank this person the way they can receive it, maybe? Yeah, or? I think Teal is going to be aware of all these impulses and all the noise that's inside other people, that's inside our culture, that's inside mm-hmm. our own hearts. And yet it still has such a deep value of the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, yeah. people in a teal space, when that's operant inside you, you get pulled out of the noise of your own mm-hmm. internal baggage related toward yeah, saying thank it. you. Well, and I'm going to say, I'm going to add. Or we, organizational baggage Luke or whatever Luke 10 would had. say, we listen to God. Yeah. We listen to Jesus. You know, we don't follow a norm. We don't follow the to-dos or the things we're supposed to do. We don't follow the king who says we have to do this or even what's effective. Yeah. We, we weigh all of those because yeah. we're not, we're right. not, we're, we're transcending them and including them. So we're including right. all of yeah. that as data of how yeah. we can thank people. 
but then we're going to sit and listen to Jesus on God. How do you want us to do this to yeah. our our donors in particular in this context in this or this particular donor this right. particular donor? But, so it is harder because yeah. you're you know we one we have to hear from God and we have to yeah. listen to Him, which takes yeah. time. And yep. we're we're going to bring our team together hopefully in January to do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, and listen because I love our donors. <laughs> yeah. I love my donors. Yeah. I hate that I can't have coffee with every single right. one of them and listen about how they're doing in life. And well, the reality and what is, a, is there's yep. too many and I, I can't yeah. do and that. And a teal perspective, this is what we talked about the word stakeholders the other day, is a teal mm-hmm. perspective starts to stop seeing yes. them in terms of their value as what they donate to the yes. organization. Yeah. But you feel like, hey, yeah. whether it's somebody who's on staff or whether it's somebody who just practices these rhythms of connection yeah. or whether it's somebody who gives yeah. money, you know, we are all stakeholders. That's very green, yes. but also very teal then reaches out and says, you know, again, you quiet the noise and you're very much inside the heart of that person and inside God's heart. Um, question yeah. about you and listening to God. I want to see if this is what I, what I don't hear you saying. You're not saying we listen to God about whether or not we should do anything to say thank you or express thanks. <laughs> I think that's all. Yeah, that's already been stated that we should be thankful. Okay. And yeah. that we need to express so there are appreciation times. and thankfulness. That's a baseline rule. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> that because we're including it's all of like, those well, things. It's kind of like we don't need to hear from the Lord. You know, people are like you want to get a phone call. You already wrote your letter. Good, it says it right good. there in the Bible. Yeah. You yeah. know, so. So yeah, the, 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 it's not listen to him on whether we should thank people. Express or thanksgiving not. to others. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's listening it's how, on how. How, often. how do we do that in a way that is honoring to us yeah. and to them in a way that that treats them as, as yeah. stakeholders yeah. like you said and not just you know we're going to do this to manipulate them to give more yeah. or we're going to you know because we're done we're done with that too right, right? like you, you see it all when you've moved through all the stages and now you just get to go jesus what do you how do you want us to love people yeah yeah. How do we love best right now these people in our time? Yep. Yep. Because it might look differently than how we would have done it 50 years ago. Yeah. And for Luke Tennant, we feel like it might look very differently than how other nonprofits are doing it. Because yeah. I don't, I was at a nonprofit conference recently with the, the, the top, I don't know, 50 nonprofits, uh, Christian nonprofits yeah. in the vicinity. Yeah. And none, none of them knew how to quiet and listen to God together. Had that as a practice, as a Had shared as a practice. community At practice. At least the quorum wasn't big enough that we could do it together. Because I, right. I actually said, I wonder if we could listen to God on these things. And I was shut down. Oh, yeah. I, feel like, I had whoa, two in people world. in the room come up to me and say, I wish we would have. And if yeah. the room had been different, you know, with different people, we might have been able to listen to God. But literally, that that is so sad to me. Yeah. Because they're all just following their, the orange, what's orange. most effective. Orange We're going to do what's yep. most effective. You need to do a fundraiser like this because it brings in the it most works. money. Right. Yep. It works. And I don't want to... I don't want to negate that. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? Maybe we do need to yes, do a fundraiser yes, like that in Nashville. Yes, and. And, right. Yeah. What would it look like for Luke 10 yeah. to do that? Because it might look yeah. differently. Yeah, yeah. Right? How would we present ourselves? So we're in the process of trying to listen to God yeah. in our hearts yeah. and move in those ways and um, and be thankful people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That's good. So don't be afraid to make your kids write thank yous. That's right. That's the other lesson. That's right. Don't be afraid of it. Press through whatever resistance you have inside yourself um, and also let yourself off the hook if you haven't written them yet. And listen to God because maybe he wants to heal you around some trauma in this area. Spend time realizing (laughs) that any time you send a note of appreciation, it's a chance to listen to God about Mm -hmm. the person you're appreciating. Yeah. Uh, Listen to your own heart. 
um, make yeah. space, express that in succinct way uh, yeah. in a card, and uh, enjoy it as, a, as an appreciation practice uh, for yourself. I was just thinking of thank you videos. Like that's a thing nowadays. Oh, like we could totally do thank you videos to people. What a fun thing. Especially yeah. our international people instead yeah, of cards. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Be cheaper. See? You just listen <laughs> You just, you know, you tune in. Anyway. All right, there we thanks go. for tuning in. This was long. Uh, we hope that these conversations are helpful for all of you out there. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And hope. That's uh, very you, green of you. You said yeah. you said happy holidays. I know, right? I, I do. Being, and, uh, being aware that some people aren't celebrating Christmas. I know. What are you and about? hope that no matter where you are, uh, you have a thankful heart. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this week's struggling to be joy-filled and Jesus-led. Until next time.